Hands now. Capital 263. Good. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Dion, and you're listening to Technology, the premium, premium. the flagship the technology best. podcast in Capital 263. Yes, you heard it here first. We're claiming it. Free to say it, free to do it. And yeah, welcome everyone back. And uh, we're back. I'm joined, of course, by Gary Tindai, man, with the co-host, the fresh show, the cool guy, the funny guy, the well-informed guy, unlike the other guy. Um, <laughs> the best. Um, yeah, my name is Gary Tindai, man. Welcome back to another episode of Tech Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're back. We're back with a bang. Okay, guys, so before we begin... um. Black Panther is coming out. Black Panther is coming out. I know you're surprised, like you don't even know what to say now. But yeah, Black Panther is coming out. Yeah, Black Panther is really coming out. And I'm surprised to see that a lot of people are hyped up. Lots about, of hype. Because I, I, I think there's several reasons to this. I think, well, as Africa, we're hyped up because, well, it's, it's, it's An Marvel's... African movie. Yeah, it's, it's Marvel's first take on... On basically on an African superhero, you know, yeah. uh, they f- they didn't do that with Storm. Blade is an American hero, even though he's African American. Um, there was a there was a superhero on DC. I feel ashamed like not knowing this. There was a superhero on DC who used to be who it was. It wasn't really an African hero. It was like it was African, but it was a fictional country. He featured on Young Justice, or was it a villain? I'm not remembering well. But yeah, this is the first time like it's a proper hero. Based in Africa, yeah. So DC has a female character that's also based in some base. Yeah, some like fictional African country, right? No, it's not even. Yeah, like no, they say Zambezi is a like village of origin, but then like uh, the rest is fictional. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting her name. She she has this other funny like necklace that allows her to summon spirits, like spirits of animals. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ah, no, no, no. I should know this. Oh, my God. The one who dresses the, in orange. The problem is that the only... Is it Cheetah? No, it's not Cheetah. I don't know. Some funny the, name. I, I don't know if it's Cheetah. But this yeah. Case, let us know. We need to get educated on this. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. yeah. Welcome back, guys. Um, Another sorry to interrupt you, Gary. But like one more thing. So we're trying out this cool thing. Um, We're going to break the show into recognizable segments that you can listen to. And hopefully we will give a little like you know bookmarks and say okay if you want to listen about this thing you can just skip to this part and get straight into it instead of having to you know listen to the whole thing and wait and whatnot whatnot yeah How about that it's actually way simpler straightforward uh, but yeah I'm really Innovating excited podcast. I'm really excited about Black Panther um, oh, even, Black Panther. <laughs> even the pre-sales not like the pre-sales uh, it has the highest the, the most the most pre-sales and the the current record for the most pre-sales for tickets. For any superhero movie, regardless, it's DC or Marvel, and mm. which is really impressive because DC and Marvel have really good stats when it comes to sales. Yeah, I have something very opinionated to say about pre-orders and pre-sales, but then we'll get to that. So yeah. let's start with the first segment, the first inaugural segment. <laughs> there we go. In the news, so basically all the news stories that are happening this week, Gary kind of always does this but then it's, it was never like official so we're gonna just like officialize it and say Gary officiate officiate officialize officialize officiate. officiate yeah I don't know 
let's yeah official 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 late ties yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's start go in the news the one who's hearing this oh it's me i thought yes. was, okay cool so, i obviously usually do this part but then like you have the first story which is what kuenga that's right so let's start with so we didn't talk about this in our previous episode um which we should have um we actually talked about kuenga we did yes huh. oh, it's <laughs> failing me but yes um kuenga is Stuart bank's solution to mobile point of sale machines so then if you need to swipe lots of people use swipe these days in zimbabwe but then when you have certain services like combis you know you go to vendors and these other small businesses they can't really afford swipe machines because they cost six seven six hundred seven hundred dollars but now they brought up quenga which is a very very cheap mobile point of sales machine cost 35 bucks and it means that you can get into your combi and swipe well at least that's the idea yeah, that's the idea. And this this is really good. I though it's really gonna be interesting when other like point of sale uh what platforms reach Zimbabwe like Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and other oh there, there's also Amazon, right? Which is really interesting because now for the first time in a like in since forever, people or low income businesses have the chance to gain more customers. And have, and be able to transact with customers easily compared to how they used to do it before. Because back back then, was it the swipe, or you don't have swipe, or you're using currency? Of which in Zimbabwe, you know, currently with the whole economy, let's call it the cash crisis. Yeah, the cash crisis. It it really proved difficult, and a lot of businesses kind of shut down because of that. But then this is really a nice take at it again. And I feel like uh, Zimbabweans are going to utilize this. I wouldn't say fully, but then, well, you know, I think they will. I think they will. I personally think it will be very um, popular because of the fact that, like, people don't like carrying cash. Anymore. Yeah, like, people don't like cash carrying is just cash. just a problem. No, I'm saying people might be hesitant at first. Still remember EcoCash. Yeah, oh yeah, EcoCash. The, the thing with Zimbabweans is that they tend to get cold feet. But then I really... I really recommend this to anyone who doesn't like carrying cash. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a better alternative to the rest. But think of it like this. Um, we know that, you know, when you look at combis, for example, look at combis. A lot of combis have this thing where their owners, when they look at, they buy a combi and they say, okay, I'm going to hire a driver and a conductor to like do their job. They expect that they'll do these amount of rides with these amount of people, like 15. And then so they already calculate how much they expect from the driver that like we expect you to bring this amount every every day right but combi drivers and conductors think okay fine we can do that or we could add like three extra guys or four extra guys per ride and then pocket a dollar every every ride then they make like extra income but now with quenga it's going to be difficult to do that so 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 a lot of owners of combis would want to use quenga which would mean that you know we're going to see a lot of combis using Quenga. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I also see this is what I see happening. Obviously, I, I this is what I see happening. I see combis being cheaper if you pay in cash and slightly be, being more expensive mm. if you pay using Quenga. I didn't think of that, but yeah, that's true. Because, that's well, cash allows them to gain more cash instead. Yeah, and they cut more corners with it. 
unlike Quenga. But then this is really interesting because we're going to... If, if this that's calls sort of two-tier paying kind of thing that we already have with EcoCash and Cash. Where there's a price in cash, then there's a price for EcoCash. Like, if this goes according to Quest's plan, we're going to see... We're going to see sales and businesses go up. Uh, and business is really going to start booming if this if this goes according to plan. Like, yeah. we're going to see this get applied almost everywhere. Or it's going to be a terrible fail. But then, considering that Ikenet has launched side businesses and side partnerships, like Ikenet owns, what, Stewart Bank? Stewart Bank. Stewart Bank. Stewart Bank has... Um, connections with Quasi. 500,000 um, users at this point. Are they users of clients they have 500,000 clients at this point yeah which makes them already one of the biggest banks in the country yeah plus then they're launching this platform which, which is going to make it easier so, so yeah. yeah oh yeah um just before we leave it like this is one interesting thing apparently um it turns out that nb nmb bank were the first bank in the country to actually introduce this idea of like a cheap mobile point of sales machine they actually were piloting it for a few months before Quenga came out. And now, because of the fact that Stuart Bank went out and had this whole huge like marketing campaign to say, guys, Quenga, Stuart Bank, and everything. We know about Quenga, but we have no idea about NMB. I don't even know what the machine is called. Uh, this could be just Eco, Econet, or... This is just another case of Econet stealing, <laughs> stealing something from uh, yeah, the yeah. They steal it, and then after they make it much better. You know, EcoCash is... Yeah, just, was somebody else's idea, I know. Yeah. In uh, Kenya, was it, or Tanzania? In East Africa, Vodacom started, it, and it was called M-Pesa, which is basically mobile cash. And then EcoCash stole it. Well, how yeah. do you know? Great, good artists create, great artists steal. Next story, <laughs> WhatsApp business is now open to Zimbabwe. We've talked about this two episodes ago, and I don't know if people in WhatsApp are listening to our show or something, because it's now officially in Zimbabwe. Yeah. That is impressive. is officially in Zimbabwe. And this is really interesting. Mm. Lately, we've been seeing more business tools coming to Zimbabwe, like becoming available in Zimbabwe. For example, Kwenga, and now we have WhatsApp business. I don't really know how people in Zimbabwe are going to be using it, but we already stated how you can use it to advertise your own business and your brand, your, and, your brand and everything. And... It's going to be showing that uh, this message is coming from a business, what, what from a business account and everything. It, it took them less than a month to move from, you know, like opening it for like seven, eight countries in the West and, and Asia. Then after that, they were like, boom, it's in Africa because it's in Zimbabwe, but it's also in like Nigeria, Kenya and many other African countries. So, Which yeah, it's really interesting. Fascinating. Um, yeah. We might actually start using this i don't know i'm gonna look into it when i get yeah, home we should totally do that yeah and um tell, tell us what you think about this uh will you be using whatsapp business are there any businessmen listening to the show yeah um but then like all right before we, we go further the, the uses of this advertising and everything uh and how you're going to be able to tell apart from let's say fake accounts is saying that over over time i don't know if the official accounts are now now have like these marks or i don't know verified very verification statuses but then like over time original accounts are going to be verified so it's going to be easier to tell if an account is fake or not 
thus preventing people from being exploited. But then I definitely still see people somehow exploiting this and making extra cash from this platform. Yeah, we already had a, have a big problem with spam in, in WhatsApp. I learned three interesting things with this whole story. Um, first of all, that, that... Okay, first of all, that this whole WhatsApp business is only available on Android right now. They've not opened it for iOS yet, which shows that like this thing is mainly for developing markets and like stuff like that. And then another thing is that in Zimbabwe, I don't know, okay, this is not something that I, that's, that's interesting. It's, well, it's interesting, but it's not like something you wouldn't expect. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe's internet traffic, nearly half of it is on WhatsApp alone. Mm. Half of our internet is WhatsApp. Wow. Nothing else. <laughs> in half, Zimbabwe. 50%. In Zimbabwe. Yes. This is sad. That is just, yeah, I mean, well. No, well, yeah. It's it's good for, for WhatsApp, but then mm. it's really terrible or just a sign that we, need, we still need to develop in terms of our internet, internet services. Yeah. We, ha- we still have a long way to go because half of all the internet traffic in Zimbabwe is WhatsApp. Okay, <laughs> that means, that means people, very few people are streaming. So it means like the rest of the internet is literally a niche, niche what, um, niche thing for, for yeah, Zimbabwe. Like a niche market. It's a niche market for Zimbabwe. Because, ah, wow, really bad. Or maybe it just shows how much Econet and Telesau and Telwan have monopolized WhatsApp with these WhatsApp with bundles. bundles and everything. Mm, exactly. And I think finally, the most interesting part is that Zimbabwe is one of the few countries in Africa that actually has this kind of information. Like, to know that it's actually a very rare thing in Africa. Well, I guess, I that's guess a good thing. At least we have something to celebrate. So, props <laughs> to us. Yes. <laughs> but that's still terrible. Anyways, <laughs> it's like it's like knowing that something bad is happening and other countries are like, well, we don't know that. And we're celebrating it. But hey, it's better knowing than not knowing. Yeah, it's first step. Yeah. Um, what else? Do you have anything else? Oh, yeah. So this week, uh, I think people, well, most of you are aware of this, like the S9, the S9, the official S9, what, 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 what the visuals have leaked, like on several platforms, obviously Chinese websites. I'm not saying our Asian brothers do anything wrong, but then uh, like usually <laughs> smartphones leak that side before anything. <laughs> yeah. The iPhone 10, the iPhone 8, um, now the S9. Thailand, you know, those kind of. Like Thailand, especially like Thailand and um, and yeah, but then Asia. like, wow, the the like now at first I was just like these are these are, these leaks are not legit, but then um after after D brand, you know D brand, the um, no the leaker, the, no the company that makes custom skins for phones. No, I haven't heard of them. No. You, you haven't? Uh, nope. Have you ever seen anyone with an iPhone? But then. The skins at the back? The skins. I know the skins. I didn't different. know the company that made them. Yeah, it's called D-Brand. Anyways, oh, yeah. those guys apparently uh, already have a page written customized with S9 with S9 skins, which basically <laughs> confirms the way it looks. And oh, yeah. it's an ofi- like this is a legit, legit business company. Like legit. It's not one of those shady ones. I know. Yeah, D-Brand. Because they actually have partnerships with these companies. So, so they probably I, got insider information and they were a bit lax with it. In other words. Yeah, I don't know how Samsung is going to deal with this since we're like a month away 
like less than a month away from the official unveiling of their smartphone. How they're going to deal with this because it's going to be unveiled on the 26th of February. Yes, I heard that. Um, we talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah, uh, I don't know how they're going to deal with that, but it's really interesting to see that the official smartphone is and it looks good. Yeah. And yeah. they also showed like also a list of all the Samsung devices that leaked out also came out with like code names, at least the code names for the phones, like Star 2, which is the S9, and Star, no, S9 Plus, the Star, which is the S. I don't know what Lugnite or Kelly Light or Jackpot Light 2 is or Jackpot P Light is, but then the, those are code names for other smartphones that are coming out. We also have the A10, uh, Tab 10.1, the Tab E, the Tab S4, the J2, J3, J6. You're making a new tablet. J8. Yeah, you no, know, like the, the, the Tab 10.1, they always make those. Um, then we also have the Samsung Crown, which, which is, is the code name for the Samsung Note 9. And the rumor is, judging from how like this, as much as the Samsung S9 is really a powerful phone, they kind of still played it safe. And the rumor is, Samsung is going all out with the Note 9. Hmm. That's interesting. Because they've always seen the Note 9 as their flagship phone. Yeah, the Even S9. though people more think the S9 and the S whatever. Yeah, but the S9 is... They always go all out with the Note series, if you've yeah. noticed. So yeah. yeah, we'll have to... We'll be looking at that closely and seeing if they're worth it or will they explode or whatever. And that's the end of In The News. Stay in touch for burning topic. <laughs> Don't explode or anything. But yeah, um, with the burning topic, uh, which is the main point of discussion. Oh, today. what a segue, dude. What a segue. <laughs> burning topic, freaking exploding S9. I mean, exploding <laughs> Note 9s. You know, they all link together. But anyways, uh, yeah, <laughs> the burning topic of today, which is really something that's controversial and it's sort of underground so on the fun. internet so much fun <laughs> so exciting the technology just keeps going forward i like how t- I, I really like how the internet uses technology all right so people came up with super creative ai and ai that can learn human behavior instead of using it for scientific research what do people do we made sex robots people <laughs> <laughs> we made sex robots. Oh yeah, um, we talked about the cancer re- um curing thing. That how come we're not curing cancer? Yeah, it turns out that there's actually they actually found a, uh, like a one-time vaccine to cure cancer in mole rats. Mm. So yeah, we're actually seeing progress there. At least. Oh, at so least. whilst we make fully fledged working sex robots that are in the market within five years of production, cancer research is going a step further. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually well Zimbabwe banned them. No more sex robots for you because Zimbabwe put in place laws that really just ban sex robots and everything. But anyways, we're not talking about sex robots. I wonder what ministry did that. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) There was an article that I read earlier. Um, But then, um, today we're actually here to talk about something else. So, the internet has found another way to use science for interesting reasons. All right. So, there's other... What 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 algorithm is? All right, basically, TensorFlow. It uses TensorFlow. TensorFlow. All That's right, Google's so Google AI. 
created to the AI for learning, research purposes and everything called TensorFlow. So if you heard about the whole story of a chess, a chess, a chess computer beat the chess master um, in three moves or like the AlphaGo story where the, it beat an AlphaGo professional, the best AlphaGo player, that was TensorFlow. Yeah. And now, like self, self-driving reason. cars, TensorFlow. That's also, also. TensorFlow. All Look right. at all these great things it's being used that, for. That I use. But then, like, a Reddit user by the name of Deepfakes Deep chose fakes. to use TensorFlow for other reasons. So, basically, this guy found a way of using TensorFlow to make real, super realistic virtual porn. Oh, yeah, you might not understand this. No, 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 Gary. You see, when you advertise it like that, it sounds horrible. That's how you're supposed to sell it. You're supposed to say, he managed to use super, super intelligent AI to make um, artificial renditions of videos with different, fa- with different faces plastered on them. So that we can have fantastic memes like Nicolas Cage in random movies. <laughs> you see? Now that sounds like a good thing. Well, but, but that's it's the not. Of the story. Hey, but that's, that's the thing is, you could use it for that, but people are not using it for that. Why do we always have to go to the bad things? Let's people, appreciate the great stuff we can do with technology. Right. I'm going to use this app so that I can put your face on movies like Snakes on a Plane. Imagine, Gary, you were on Snakes on a Plane. You see how cool that would be? You could literally <laughs> just... All right, so then people... people <sighs> <laughs> well that's it like there's nothing much it's basically right, so, AI someone you, you have lots of pictures of someone's face you put those pictures onto the application you find a video of, an, of a subject like a person and then after that all you have to do is just press a button and it will automatically just use it to create the video then the video will now look like the pictures of that person's face was on the actual video it will be moving it will look realistic it is surprisingly and scarily Realistic. realistic all right so celebs like um who else gal 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 gadot em- was wonder woman emma who emma watson emma Wa- oh, you don't know about emma watson i know emma watson the one oh, from gosh. harry potter hermione yes oh. <laughs> i know it's hermione <laughs> um daisy ridley from star wars yeah daisy ridley from star wars the new star wars so these are the some of the um female celebrities yeah. who've been like all right, so basically, hurt by this thing since these people are celebrities, there are like tons of pictures of them online. Yeah. And the thing is about this software, people don't actually have to render it themselves. And the thing is, it's rendering has always can, been something. Listen, people, you can actually do this. If you had the time, you could do this. You don't need any, um, you just need to know how to use a computer. You don't need least, a high literally. end PC for this. You don't need a high end PC either. Because the thing is, like, in the past, rendering has been done on these super high-end machines and everything. Oh, I have an example for that. You know Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. It took them... It takes 29 frames to record per... What? Per month. Yeah. Wow. To, re- to render it per month. Yeah. No, per hour, sorry. Not... Wow. 29 frames per hour, sorry. Ooh, that was... Trend at 29 frames per hour. That, that is that, still crazy because... That took, that really how many takes frames a does a movie have? Wow, like... Millions. Hundreds of... Yeah, exactly. could even have millions. Yeah. Hundreds so, yeah. of thousands, if not millions. Um, The thing is... The this thing, one just takes like... 
it doesn't need anything. Like you have a normal computer, you have internet access, you have enough pictures, you get a good video. You feel, you feed the pictures to the software and it creates the like a render, 3D render of the people of the person, like an actual 3D render of the face and the head. And people have been merging and rendering these photos and pictures with um videos pornographic videos i was looking for a way no it's pornographic videos like pornographic sh- videos okay porn yeah i've been rendering this with <laughs> i know what's going on with videos of adults 2018 has been absolutely weird like uh, like every episode we've done that's not an interview has just been about like weird things like sex dolls freaking deep fakes and stuff and it's not like we're like seeking these things out this is what's actually like trending in tech right now and to make matters worse the the person who made this is actually planning on making it fully public for people and he doesn't see it as something that's bad and to make matters worse for celebrities that are targeted with this well the the thing is the concern that's been raised right now is that as much as people are using it for porn right now what if people decide use it for more now that's when i looked at the politics side of this because you could easily use it to implicate sorry someone in some sort of political storm what scared me about this whole thing because i remember when you first showed me this video was it the gif of um gal galdas i was just like oh this is scary but then i was like ah this will pass because obviously she has done she wouldn't be doing this and it's clear and everyone will know that this is fake then i saw a video of barack obama that scared the living crap out of me. I'll try and find the link. So the guy just, it's a video of Barack Obama. You know, you know those t- typical videos back in the day he used to just speak. You'd be like in front behind, like in the White House, and he'll just be talking. And I'd be like, mm, normal video. He's probably said this. Then he said, you know, oh yeah, he's never said this before. Then they moved it to the side. And then he was, the, the audio was from a, what you call this? It was from a press conference that he had. Then the actual video was just, they, they basically did the fake app thing on his face, on his mouth. And the his mouth movements were accurate to the audio. So they basically wow. faked what he said. They took even they even took a video from him talking in the nineteen in nineteen ninety and then put like the modern day video. And it, it you could not make a difference. That to me was the scariest part. This is why I'm really concerned about technology and where it's currently going, because the thing is now people are concerned about political figures being targeted people um creating fake evidence rendering fake evidence like obviously you've seen stuff like this being used before such as um renderings of fake uh of actors that have passed away uh like what uh who else that that guy who passed away uh first the first series Oh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. For example, Paul Walker. But then that was like the older ones. And this is like newer and improved. And the thing with it is that as time goes on, it's getting better and better, which is even more concerning for people. It is. I mean, like, it's one of those things where you ask, like, what happens next? If, if, if you could just make any video look super realistic, then what, what is real now? What yeah, can thing, be used as evidence and what can't? If anything can be real, what is real? That's the question. Yeah, that now. is the, the question. Because people have literally been creating things, putting your face, your like your voice and everything, 
so at the end of the day it becomes you and what's the what's what's what, how is a person that's that that doesn't know that this is fake gonna be able to tell it apart and to make uh metals worse people the internet the internet ever so creative is now using this for revenge porn that was that was always where it was going to revenge porn like you know take a picture of your ex and then after that or take pictures of your ex you can get pictures on like instagram and then boom get a video get this app and then now you have revenge porn and like you know you can threaten people with it and everything and like where is the the limit like where are we going with this <laughs> well this is the place that we are and yeah ai 2018 in february people are using ai to make porn well i think this there i, I i'm trying to think of like a way to redeem this but the only way i can redeem this is like nicholas cage videos i mean there's a brilliant <laughs> video of him on what's that video the miley cyrus one wrecking ball that's fantastic this is really depressing or um this this the, 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 the what you call this saturday night live skits that they do there's one way they replace everyone's face with nicholas cage it is absolutely hilarious there's no audio <laughs> but it's just the funniest thing but this is really depressing let, let us know what you think guys are you as um pessimistic and orwellian as gary is do you think that the world is coming to an end do you think this is the the mark of the end times and this is the kind of stuff we should be destroying with everything should we start afresh or are you positive like me and think oh all things always get this way and everything will be great one day all right i wouldn't really say that the world is coming to an end but i'm really concerned with the direction the world is going right now yeah. i mean well dude we did we did go from a world we did have we once upon a time went the direction of nuclear weapons so i think we'll be fine <laughs> we'll yeah be fine. we'll be fine i guess that's a great way to end a segment nuclear weapons so that's burning topic people uh and yeah the burn the burn has fizzled out and um or maybe not because we're getting into a, a, another very controversial um segment that might interest you or might not and that's called video games no well we can think of a better name right <laughs> stay tuned Doo-doo-doo. the way i the way i actually say stay tuned is weird yeah man you got to make it like it's like you know hyping up um, and welcome back <laughs> we are absolutely back and um we're not going to talk about i want to call this one just i want to call it vidya games have, have you heard of that whole thing vidya games video like, games not video no. like video vidya nah it's like a colloquialism where people would be like, "Ah, oh, you're these kids playing on the Nvidia games." <laughs> kind of thing. Like, yeah. No, but I but I've heard games. of Bobs and Wagner. Bobs and <laughs> No, no, it's Bobs and Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> we will not explain what that means. Now, um going on to the gaming segment, there's two main stories that I want to talk about today and it's we're going to keep talking about Nintendo because Nintendo keep doing good things and something about the company that makes Grand Theft Auto so stay tuned for that but first Nintendo releasing Mario Kart on yeah. iOS and, and Android. Android so uh last year I think we also talked about this when whereby Nintendo was planning on making more mobile centered games or yes yes games or expanding basically expanding some of their titles and going to games and so Nintendo is now bringing Mario Kart to the mobile platform which is really interesting because it's a really it's a fan favorite. I f- feel like everyone has played uh, Mario Kart at some stage in their life. If you haven't, wow, yeah, your life sucked. 
But yeah, um, <laughs> we still love you, listeners. Uh, but yeah, um, they're now bringing. Well, I still love you. They're now bringing Mario Kart to Android and iOS. And uh, what I'm happy about the most about this is the fact that they're not doing this whole nonsensical iOS exclusive, whatever that lots of producers and developers have been doing recently, where they say, "Oh, we will release our." great game like Pokemon Go they released it first on iOS and then it took a very long time before it came on Android which like it's like dude like you know Android development is pretty much like super easy and it's as good as iOS but then you know these preferences and whatnot man yeah the thing is people as much as the thing is I don't really like how people try to heavily monetize mobile gaming compared to other platforms of gaming that's the thing Games make have more, way, way more microtransactions than other platforms of gaming. Like, they but it's because way it's more free at least. Like, I, I understand that if you buy a game for free and then after that you have to pay for microtransactions, that makes sense. Like, at least that's like a form of income. But then compare that to like saying, oh look, I bought this game for sixty dollars. Now I have to buy loot boxes worth twenty dollars, and then I have to buy this for fifty. But then the thing is, some of the games actually have to buy them to be able to play them. And to make Meadows worse, now you have to pay more for that game, which really sucks. Now that sucks. I agree with you. That sucks. But hopefully, do you think Mario Kart will come with like microtransactions or not? What kind of microtransactions? Micro. I don't really. I don't really know about this. I have but a then, feeling what they will do is that they'll have Mario and they'll have Luigi. Then they'll just say something like, um, I don't know, to access Princess Peach, pay ninety nine cents, um, or have. One million coins, and then every race you win, you get five coins. You know, that kind of thing. I really hope that they don't take that way. I feel like I feel like they should just take like a multiplayer type of point of view, and like make it fair to win. Like just 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 don't screw this up. Make, okay, but I think if they just had three things, um, if they okay, what if they did this? I think this is an interesting compromise. They had a very good um, multiplayer thing that you know, got a bunch of people. With different phones, iOS, Android, they just go ahead and connect to each other and play a game of Mario Kart. That would be absolutely fun, right? Then as a single player, you can just have a simple race. Then the story mode is probably just going to be riddled with microtransactions. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think that would be great. I would be okay with that. But at this point, I just hope that they, they do this fair. They don't really mess it up. Because the thing is, it's they, they already had... They already... As much as... Um, what was it? Pokemon Go died quickly. It was and really Pokemon good. died. Like the way it just died. Like it is like I remember everyone was talking about it for such a long time, and then it just all of a sudden just went. But then it's apparently there's people. A lot of people still play it in Asia. The Asian market. Oh, yeah. The Asian market doesn't give a shit about the rest of the world. They just do their <laughs> own thing. They just um, decide why not. They just do their own thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I really hope that. They're they're able they're able to just just play this well. Yeah, just be fair. Don't don't. Because if this go, like goes out and is is a success story, we could potentially see other other Nintendo exclusives like Metroid and everything coming to the Android and iOS. I'd I'd love to have a, a Zelda game on Android. That'll be cool. Hopefully, hopefully. And another game coming out this year. Does it even count to say this year? Because it's like it's so far away. Like they announced it in February, but then it's coming out in October. And yes, people, we're talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. 
Yeah, about that. Great game. I liked Red Dead Redemption 1. I didn't really play it as much, but I did have a few hours of it. Really good game. Red Dead was one of those games that really got to me. Especially the DLC, the one with the zombies. I like that one. Uh, with, with the four horsemen of, of the apocalypse, whereby you had like elemental horses and everything. I really loved that one. And mm. it was a really good game. Because um, at the time, there were, there were a few games that were really trying to do the like old school western cowboy genre, but then they were really failing to do it per se. Um, there was like Call, Call of Warriors. Um, then there was that other one, Total Overdose, I think, at the time. But then none of them were that good. Um, then like we saw Rockstar doing a really good game and making a really great game. And I'm really excited about this one, though it's been delayed. And Rockstar is currently saying that they're doing this so that they get to polish the game up. But more. I'm glad, actually. In the sense that, like, we don't want rushed game. People always complain about, oh, the game was rushed. Oh, the game was rushed. And yeah, Rockstar what... now is saying, you know what, screw it. You guys always complain about rushed games. Now we'll delay the game a bit so that it comes out, like, perfect. And they won't have an excuse if it comes out buggy. Yeah. Um, like, we've seen we've seen games like this happen. Stuff like this happen in the last year. I mean, look at... Uh, was Anything it Mass Ubisoft made. Mass Effect Andromeda. That one was really terrible. That game was so terrible that it got Bioware dissolved. And basically, they cut all the DLC and plans for it. And we're not going to see that game for a very long time. And which really sucks because I really enjoyed the the, the two pre- the three previous games. Even yeah, Mass though, Effect was great. I, I really Even though Mass like Mass Effect 3, people hated it. It was such a great game compared to other games. Like mm. even if you take other games, it was really... Mass such... Effect 2 was just on another level. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 was solid. It was mm. solid. That's the thing. Solid gameplay. The the storyline was a bit convoluted, but like that's it was the, that's if you that's the thing. It. That's the Everything. thing. Wait, this is the thing. Mass Effect Three was terrible by Mass Effect standards, but by yes. regular game standards, it, it was, was a okay. great game. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. And I really hope that um, uh, Rockstar Rockstar North doesn't really get lazy or take the EA way of things. I don't think so. I don't think Rockstar's about that. Because their their base of how the how they profit isn't by any of these scammy ways. They basically profit from this whole like long term um, goodness of their game. Like GTA Five, people are still buying it today. Yeah, and they're it's releasing five year old DLC, game. Yeah, like more online DLC for it. And that's the other thing that <laughs> that's people, how they make their money. That's the other thing that people are concerned about. As soon as uh, Grand Theft Auto Five came out. It got a lot of online content. And the content is solid. It's really great. And it keeps people coming back. That's why even though GTA released... GTA released originally, what, in 2012? End of 2012? What game? GTA 5. End mm. of 2013. Is it yeah, end of 2013? Yeah, it was... 2013. No, yeah, yeah, 2013 somewhere then. Late 2013. 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18. And it's still selling for $59.99. Um, unless there's a sale. And you can get it for like, what? $25 when there's a sale, which is 50% off. Nothing more than that. Nothing more than that. This is why they're really good with the games. But how much can you get like FIFA 13 or FIFA 14 right now? I don't know. $10 or can't even, you can even You can get it for like $5 on Origin. That's the thing. And people are concerned that as much as 
Rockstar is good with the games. The only reason why their games are, are really gain, gain, like keeping so much value is that they're taking, they're taking the games as a service approach. It's really good because your game, you're going to enjoy your game. But then from a single player perspective, somebody who doesn't want multiplayer and anything, it's concerning because the thing is, GTA 5 is a really great game, but it never got any single player DLC. All the DLC they got, it was online. So I, now people are concerned. No, people are concerned that uh, since since the last Red Dead Redemption was known for such a great uh, single player uh, solo solo what gameplay, they're worried that they might take the GTA Five approach to this game. Yeah, well, you know, I wish we had more time because I really want to have a good conversation about that because there's so much to talk about regarding that because then there's another, there's Paradox. If you heard of Paradox Interactive, yeah. they have games as a service sort of system going on, but it actually works really well with the community. They love it. Unlike EA. And everything. And, it, you know, they, these tight-knit. Like, yeah, I have so many arguments, but then sadly, we are out of time and this is where we'll have to call it a day and a week and the point where i say thank you for listening i wish we could talk more but we can't yeah. so yes um thank you for listening everyone we hope you enjoyed this podcast and we will be back very soon very very soon we hope you enjoyed this part i am dion the host you can find me on twitter at i am dion spring do not ask me why um you can also find the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. That's at Technology FM. We've got a lot of stuff coming up soon that we're working on. And we will update you on those. Gary, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram. My name is Hugo the Slum God. Or you can find our Instagram page, which is Technology Podcast. That's right. So don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Or you can give us on iTunes at Technology. Yes, add to um, technologists look for technology. We're under Capital 263. And on that note, Capital 263 has a lot of fantastic podcasts. If you're interested in furthering your career, try CareerPod. It's a podcast about careers. And, you know, if you don't know where you want to go, if you just graduated high school and you're wondering, hmm, what should I do with my life? Maybe you should give that a listen. You might have some thoughts and everything. Thank you for listening and peace out. Capital 263.